0: G'day and welcome back to Partake and our series Easter Weekend 2010 This is the sixth podcast of this series Last time we looked at Jesus ascending into the clouds proclaiming that he has authority over all things and he was commanding his disciples to go all over the earth tell everybody the good news, baptize them and disciple them and today we're going to look briefly at what a Christian disciple is And then look at what the goal of being a Christian disciple should be. So firstly, what is a disciple? Before he ascended, Jesus commanded, God authorised and commanded me to commission you. Go out and train everyone you meet, far and near, in this way of life. Marking them by baptism in the threefold name, Father, Son and Holy Spirit then instruct them in the practice of all I have commanded you. In these verses, Jesus commanded his disciples to go and make other disciples. In order to fulfill this command, he assigned the three tasks of going, baptizing, and teaching as obligatory activities of daily life. Baptism was symbolic of coming under the Lordship of the Trinitarian Godhead, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Baptism should be leading to teaching, which is a core part of making disciples. Teaching was not just to be an oral activity, but an activity of helping everyone, particularly the weakest. These instructions to Jesus' disciples are just as applicatory to us today. Some people today think that going to church makes them a Christian disciple. But going to church doesn't make you a Christian disciple any more than going to Kentucky Fried Chicken once a week makes you a a piece of fried chicken. The word Christian means a little Christ. As Christians or little Christs we are to be little Jesuses as it were. Key to our being as Jesus is to be actively engaged in discipleship. Discipleship of Jesus means that Christians are to train, be trained, instruct and be instructed in the way of life Jesus showed. And to listen to some churches today, it's all about just believing and nothing to do with teaching, training, instruction and following Jesus' way in life. And even though scripturally sex is only to be within the confines of a committed heterosexual marriage, a lot of people who would call themselves evangelical Christians believe that it is fine to have sex before marriage. They have fallen into the belief that belief is enough. They are being taught that church is all about having a high entertainment value, to be enjoyed thoroughly at all times. A disciple of Jesus Christ is not just somebody who believes in him, rather it is following him and letting him permeate every aspect of life. Church is not about entertainment as its primary, primary goal, but rather it is about worshipping God with all majesty and learning how to follow Jesus more closely. That is why Jesus commands us to take up our cross daily, The word disciple derives from the Latin word discipulus, which itself is formed from the Greek word for pupil or learner, mathetes. The New Testament uses this word not only of Jesus' followers, but also of those who followed Moses, John 9 verse 28, the Pharisees, Mark 2 verse 18, John the Baptist, Mark 11 verse 2, and those of Paul, Acts 9 verse 25. Therefore, a Christian disciple, in its very base form, is simply a follower of Jesus or a learner of Jesus. A learner is a person who is undergoing constant life change and being transformed increasingly into Jesus Christ. A disciple is somebody learning to be like Jesus in every facet of life practicing his presence with him or her, and so engaging their life with him so that he truly lives through them, permeating every facet of life. What is the primary mark of being a disciple of Jesus Christ? It is that the Christian disciple loves God totally and is loving people openly. Matthew 22, verse 37 to 40. As Christian disciples, we are called to remain in this world and to be growing and maturing. Being a disciple is not about how much you have of God, but rather how much of you God has. That is another mark of being a Christian disciple, handing control of all aspects of life to Jesus, because in all things, he has the supremacy and the authority already. This is partly why the New Testament churches were seen as radical communities. There were places filled with people dedicated in every aspect of life to Jesus Christ and his total supremacy, authority, guidance and will. That is to be exhibited in the goal of all those who claim to be a follower and disciple of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And then secondly, the goal. I wonder what you think the goal of being a disciple of Jesus Christ is. Praying a lot? Well, people in every religion pray. Perhaps it's reading and memorizing the whole Bible. Doing lots of uh, evangelism or doing lots of work for the church. And as admirable and as important as those things are, they are not the primary goal for a disciple of Jesus Christ. One of his disciples, the Apostle John, wrote in 1 John 2 verse 3 to 6, as Jesus did. The ultimate goal, for any Christian disciple, is to be, as John wrote, in that passage, earlier, to walk, and live, as Jesus did. That does not mean, walking around in sandals, wearing white clothes, and traversing the terrain, where Jesus himself walked. The Apostle John, means for us, for all those, who would claim, to be Christian disciples, to be radical, and holy, living lives worthy of that of Jesus Christ himself, and in complete obedience to him. So, how can we be radical, obedient, and holy? John Calvin said that denying oneself and relying on God for all things is the goal of the Christian life. This can only be attained by total submission to the Holy Spirit, and living a life of constantly dealing with God in all matters, and letting Jesus Christ permeate every thought, attitude, and action. Jesus already has all the authority and supremacy over every conceivable situation the Christian disciple finds themselves in. So as a Christian disciple, you may as well allow Jesus to take control of the situation, instead of worrying and trying to do it in your own strength. Pass it on. That is how Christian disciples are to be radical and holy. That is how a Christian disciple endeavours to reach the goal of being Jesus to others. This is done by a constant renewal of the mind, Ephesians 4 verse 23, with a heart willing to be transformed by the Holy Spirit. It is by loving others in such a way that the end of a Christian disciple's generosity is only when the resources have expired. How generous are you? A disciple must live and walk as Jesus did as we read earlier in 1 John 2 verse 6 and there is no better way for a disciple of Jesus Christ to fulfill this goal than by imitating Jesus and obeying his commands to take up your cross daily and follow me Luke 9 verse 23 This is seen as a higher challenge for the mind Dietrich Bonhoeffer, during the Second World War in the 1940s, extrapolates this further when he comments on discipleship as a leading to death for all who follow Jesus Christ, either as a physical death or in being ostracised from the wider community who hate Jesus Christ. For the first century Christians, just as in some parts of today's world, systematic persecution and martyrdom of Christians was and is a reality, as evident in the story of Stephen from Acts 7 verse 59. Yet it also means enduring suffering, for this is how a Christian disciple maintains a communion with Jesus Christ. For it is through suffering that we share with the crucified Jesus He suffered. The bitterness of our cross is made sweeter the more we dwell on the sufferings of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and our enabled fellowship with him as we follow him. As Christian individuals, we are linked together in a Christian community through rebirth, and our relationship exists only through our relationship with Jesus Christ. There is no such thing as an individual member of the radical Christian community. Community. Members are interdependent upon one another, bound by a corporate and inclusive personality. The church community is to be dynamic by nature, and any individualism is oxymoronic and not coherent with New Testament teaching. Certainly not Jesus' teaching. And as we saw in our first study, serving others as Jesus did throughout his ministry is to be part of the life of anybody who would call himself or herself a follower or disciple of Jesus Christ. It is one of the primary hallmarks of being a Christian disciple. Another hallmark is that of allowing others to serve us, just as Peter had to allow Jesus to wash his feet. By both serving and being served, by being dependent and dependable, we reflect the life of Jesus Christ, radical and holy. When serving and being served are out of balance, or being dependent and dependable are out of balance, then usually it is our own innate pride that is at fault. But how were the early church and the first Christian disciples seemingly so dynamic and effective The answer in our final, final podcast, released tomorrow. Thank you.